0: Y'all, I I can't tell you how excited I am for this episode to go live because I laughed so much. And it's not because of what we were talking about necessarily, it's because my guest in today's episode is a very, very down to earth, beautiful inside and out woman who lives in Australia and I sometimes did not know what she was referencing when she said some of the things she said. So I'm excited because I think that you're going to laugh as well. Now, let me tell you about my guest. Her name is Elise Rooney, and she's a follower of Jesus. She's a wife, a mama with a U to three littles. She's a Christian motherhood coach and a chai latte enthusiast. Elise helps Christian moms to step into their God-led calling of homemaking and raising their children while partnering with the word. She's passionate about helping overwhelmed moms or mums trade stress for peace and create flow in their home. Elise is the host of the podcast, The Wholesome Mama Show with a U, and she believes it's possible to spend quality time with your children without the mom guilt or letting the home or the to-do list go. So, I hope that this episode not just makes you laugh, but also inspires you to get creative with how you set up, you know, routines and rhythms or flows as Elise talks about in the episode. And I hope that you find joy in the things that we sometimes see as mundane, sometimes see as a burden, because actually these things are a blessing like we get to steward these opportunities and i know that elisa's testimony and some of these mindset shifts that she offers are really going to help you reframe how you see things and start to really walk in a new mindset and heart posture and show up with grace and gratitude and do things a little differently than you have in the past so i'm excited i hope you enjoy and without further ado here's my conversation with elise rooney let's do it. you're now listening to her renewed strength the podcast a place where you my sisters in christ are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well steward well and set your minds on eternity I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, y'all, so I have a special guest, and this guest is so special that I am recording this at nighttime when my whole house is sleeping, (laughs) because she is all the way in a land far, far, far away. What do they call it? Downunda? The land down under. The land down under. So my friend Elise is with us today and I'm pumped. I love listening to Elise talk here and I love listening to her too.
1: Welcome. Thank you, Erica. I'm so excited to be here and thank you so much for making the time difference a work for both of us. It's a challenge, but it's always so much fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The other option was what, like three in the morning and I was like, please don't. No, no, no. I actually care about you. Let's not do that. So, my audience isn't so familiar with you. You know, I read your bio in our intro, and you do very specific, very special work. So tell us a little bit about what you do and how you ended up, where you are, how'd you come to know the Lord? All of it.
1: All right. So I am yes, I'm Elise. I am from Australia. I'm married and mama to three little kids. And I have through only God, literally only God, have become a Christian motherhood coach. And in that work, I coach mums to really trade stress for peace and enjoy motherhood again, because I know for so many, well, for me in particular, how I got into it was when I became a mum with my son, who is now five like you're in your newborn bubble and it's all sweet and beautiful. And about three months later, I looked up and almost was shell-shocked about what has my life just become? What just happened? <laughs> Who am I now? Yeah. What is this? Like you go from working full-time to mm-hmm. being a stay-at-home mom or like on maternity leave, whatever that looks like. And I just remember being really shocked and I, didn't really like our house, had some health complications. And I remember sitting down through, I'll just keep it short, but through a series of frustrations, Mm. um, I remember sitting down and saying like, God, if this is motherhood, like this can't be all that you have for me in this motherhood season, because I'm like, I was frustrated. I was overwhelmed. I was constantly stressed with the mess that my house was, the Mm -hmm. fact that all I had to do was clean all day, every day, like it just didn't seem that enjoyable. And like scripture talks about, I grew up in a beautiful Christian family, which I'm so, so, so thankful for. Yeah, And so I knew like scripture and I knew that God had called us to an abundant life and a joyful life. And I was like, this is not fun. This is Mm -hmm. not that. I'm not feeling like I have a, an abundant or a joyful life. And yeah. so I then went on a bit of a rage declutter and a rage organization of my life. And then through that, found joy again, found calling in motherhood mm-hmm. and then just started to share and help mothers do the same. And five years on, here I am. Um
0: I am before I like actually dig into what you shared thank you for sharing and today I was talking to my friend Sarah and we were talking about how like stress cleaning is a thing (laughs) I was like stress cleaning so hard today and it was out of like overwhelm and anxiety but afterward you just feel so good and I feel like there's inspiration that comes out of that and this piece and it sounds like that's kind of what you found. And so I just, am wondering how did the Lord fit into all of this? You know, there's a lot going on. You are figuring out what works for you in that particular season. And any new mom knows some moms, they, you can't even tell that they're new moms. And then some of us raising my hand, you could totally tell. And I just wonder like, what did it look like to meet with the Lord in that season? How was your walk with the Lord affected if if at all?
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's such a good question because I, I realized how intentional I had to make my time with the Lord. Like I hmm. realized how easily and not even purposefully I wouldn't spend time with God. But on the days where I just kind of went, oh, I'll, I'll do that now. Or I was woken up to a baby crying rather than getting up earlier. And, you know, we can't always get up earlier than our kids because yeah. otherwise we wouldn't sleep. Yeah. But but I realized how intentional I had to. And, it you know, it varied so much day to day where like if I did have that time in the morning, I felt like, okay, I feel like I'm set up for my day. You know, the, the Bible says seek first the kingdom. And so on those days where I did, I felt so much better. But then on the days where I didn't, or maybe I felt like I only had time to read the verse of the day on the app or whatever it was, that then I knew I was reacting a bit more or I would then at the end of the day, get to rock bottom and then cry out to God going, help me. And it but like he then goes, oh, yes, here I am. I've been waiting for you, but that's, yeah. that's, see you. That's right.
0: Yeah. I know how that feels. And I, I think somebody listening, I don't know. I just have a sense. Someone's like, I, I know I need to be more intentional. I just need to hear it, that it's possible. And Mm. you've got two women here who we can, in our own ways, share that it is possible. It takes intention. It takes sacrifice, but there is nothing like filling up on the word of God, our daily bread, to really just like reframe all that craziness that is jumbling around in our brain, especially postpartum, you know, Mm. that's such a sensitive season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When your hormones are already doing their own thing and your mind's doing its own thing to be, have the word of God as your foundation, which is why I love that you said like daily bread. We need it daily. We can't live off the sermon on a Sunday morning and have that for the week. Like, yeah, that's good. And that is encouraging to spur us on, but we need it for our own every day.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know earlier when I was in this, like I didn't even know why I was really anxious, but I could feel it in my body before I actually, my mind caught up to it. And, you know, I had my morning mapped out and I just threw the map in the garbage and came home and I started cleaning and I just threw on the Bible app and I had it reading the Psalms to me and my spirit just became so quiet. And I could actually like understand my thoughts again. Cause I, I couldn't even like really comprehend what I was thinking. I was so in my head, you know? Mm. So kind of segueing into how you serve and the kind of work that you do Christian motherhood coach. That's a very unique term. I've not heard of it to be honest. So tell me Tell our listeners what that looks like when you're working with a woman and, and how all of this plays into your relationship and you supporting her.
1: Mm, yeah, I don't know that I'd really heard it before, but it sounded really good. So I, went with I like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think because I, and even when I was making a business out of this, I wrestled with like, oh, do I do Christian? Do I? And I was like, you know what? I just can't not. Like Mm. everything in my life is so rooted in the word of God that it just can't help but come out. So, and I know that that is a key to mum's thriving. Yes, we can survive in motherhood. Yes, we can do all the things that we need to do. But if we really want to thrive in motherhood, which I believe that we are called to, like God in one John, I think it is, it's like, I pray that you prosper and are in good health just as your soul prospers. Like God has called us to live a prospering, abundant life. And I think that that happens when our heart is in the right place with him. Our heart is after his heart. When our everything that we do comes from the word of God and that being our foundation. So that was kind of how the Christian part came about. Cause I thought I just can't separate them. So yeah. Yeah. I love
0: that. That's how I ended up being a Christian life coach. Cause I was like, if I try to suppress this any longer, I just will not be myself, Yeah, you know, like just being able to pray with clients. I was praying with clients who, who never heard of Jesus. We have these opportunities. And if we don't Maximize on the ability and really the joy of infusing our faith into everything. I think that there is something that we, as the children, the daughters of the king, are missing out on, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And the fact that even though you're a Christian life coach, I'm a Christian motherhood coach, it's like I don't say, oh, well, you're not a Christian, so I can't help you. It's the fact that I get to. Be the light of Jesus, be the hands and feet of Jesus to those who are seeking, who maybe have wandered away from their faith or who don't feel like God is really there, but we can pray with them and we can encourage them and speak that life into their world. Yeah, absolutely. So, when you are thinking about,
0: you know, just foundational things that you do with the women that you work with, I know that. Off camera, we had talked about just like routines and you mentioned that there are some biblical principles behind having home routines that really piqued my interest. So I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Mm, Yeah, it's funny because you kind of don't think like, oh, is motherhood even mentioned in the Bible? Is womanhood mentioned in the Bible? But it Mm -hmm. really is. And in Proverbs, which I've been doing this year, I've been doing Proverbs over and over again every month in Proverbs 14, it says, every wise woman, that's what we want to be, right? We want to be wise women encourages and builds up her family. Mm. And so I was thinking like, okay, God, if that is what a wise woman does, and then it talks about the foolish woman with her own actions, tears it down. Okay. So it's my actions that out of wisdom, build up my family and build my home and It goes on later in Proverbs to say that by wisdom, a house is built and through understanding it is established through knowledge, rooms are filled with rare and beautiful riches. And so those riches aren't like, it's not at all saying that do this and you're going to have a beautiful mansion, huge house with all this luxury furniture. It's talking about like being rich in righteousness, having a good godly marriage, having strong children who are walking in the Lord having a home that everyone wants to be in that was that was for me a huge thing going I want to enjoy being home again I want my husband to want to come home yeah I, I don't want him to dread coming home after a day of working yeah so as women as mothers whether you are a stay-at-home mom working at home mom working out of the home mom we're called to build our home to maintain it to set the atmosphere. So we need to be getting the knowledge and getting the skills from the women in the Bible, from other women who have gone before us, who are maybe two steps ahead of us or 10 steps ahead of us on the motherhood journey. We need to be also growing in our faith personally so we have that foundation. Okay, quick break. Here is a short
0: message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let Joris Joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jorah's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Joris Joy. All right, back to the show.
1: So that is kind of the biblical foundation. And then you can look at like the Proverbs 31 woman, which I don't know about you, but I, when I first started reading Proverbs 31, I found her really intimidating because I was like, she does all this stuff. Like there is no way I can do all all this like she gets up early and makes food for her family and then she goes out and works the field and then she goes and sells linen and she does all this stuff. Like yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then automatically I felt like canceling myself out, going, I can't like I can't live up to that. Mm. And then when I read one of the last verses says, is because she fears the Lord that she yes. is able to do all this stuff. Yeah. I was like, mm, that's the key. That right there is the key. She lives in the fear of the Lord. I know that isn't like strictly about routines, but once we understand our calling as women, mm. as mothers, as um, wives, uh, that's why we call it homemakers because yeah. we are making home. Even if you're not a stay-at-home mom, you're still a homemaker because you are still making home. Mm -hmm. And so in that, I believe that wise stewardship of that calling and of those gifts that God has given us of the resources is to then steward home building. Oh my gosh. Yes. The way that we do that is through having routines and having a plan and having flow in our home. So good. You know, two thoughts came to mind. The first is that the other day I was in
0: first Chronicles and right in the first chapter of first Chronicles, you see in verse 10 that Solomon prays for wisdom and understanding why so he can lead this people and how I see homemakers, how I see us women at home, whether we have children or not, I see us as a piece of that leadership. And I, I frequently now (laughs) it's taken some time, but I do defer to my husband on a number of things because I trust his leadership because I know that the Lord has made him a wise man and given him gifts and really foresight that I don't sometimes share admittedly but he asks for my opinion he wants my eyes on things because together we can tag team and really see the full picture and I didn't really get that experience until I was home for 9 months because of chemo and I got to be with my son for 9 whole months running our home and before that I had never ever saw motherhood in this way that you're describing it you know the reason I'm sharing is because we sometimes are in situations that just seem like punishment or just like straight up stress right like we call them valley seasons cuz we just think they're so low But I really believe that those seasons are the ones that build us up to be just on a higher foundation to start in that next season. And everything that you're describing is is everything that I'm kind of walking out in this particular season, which came after the valleys.
1: Mm. Mm, That's so true.
0: Yeah. So routines, Might not seem natural to some people. And for some people like me, it's like you crave it. So, what do you see having? I really do. (laughs) What do you see as being something that stops a woman from really building out like that home?
1: Mm, Yeah. So, I am the complete opposite to you. And I know that it's funny because I teach this, but naturally. I am that person that like the rigidness of routines Mm -hmm. scares me, Mm -hmm. which is so funny because I just think that God is hilarious in how everything's panned out. So I know how much I needed to grow and get over that and the difference that it makes. And so I think the biggest thing for the person who is not like you and is not organizational, just give me lists and routines and all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the getting over that, it doesn't mean boring. It doesn't mean strict. It doesn't mean, like, I still have very flexible, my my routines, and I don't even call them routines. I call them flows or rhythms because even the word routine to me is like. A little too boxed. <laughs> too boxed. So even that just going, you know, what, I'm going to create, rhythm in my house so getting over that that mindset of it means I'm never going to have fun it means Mm -hmm. that I'm going to be like I don't have fun time for fun in my day Um, all I'm going to be doing is chore 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 it actually has done the opposite thing and I have way more time for fun Mm -hmm. and way less time on actually getting chores done so the mindset of that is probably the biggest thing that stops the other Thing that stops us is uh, not having a plan so when we just go about our day like fighting fires and being reactive rather than mm-hmm. proactive that yeah. is a huge thing that mums struggle with because we're in reactive 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 mode we're not actually getting forward and um I forget the word It's like living in survival mode yeah basically you're exactly. putting out one fire, waiting for the next one to happen and then trying to do bits and pieces in between. So that is another huge thing, not having a plan. And then the last thing I want to share around what's stopping us is multitasking. And by that, I mean that our mind is going 100 miles an hour constantly with all oh, the yeah. things we need to do. So have you ever unpacked the dishwasher and then you're halfway through unpacking the dishwasher And you see a book on the kitchen bench. I know where you're going. This happens to me every day. (laughs) All day, every day. And then you pick up the book off the bench and you go and put it in your kid's room because it was their book. And then you see on their floor is their dirty clothes. So then you pick up their dirty clothes and you go to the laundry. And two hours later, the dishwasher is still half empty. Yeah. So that is a huge thing that's stopping us from... Being productive, getting things done is impacting our mind because in our subconscious, we're still thinking you haven't unpacked the dishwasher, you haven't unpacked the dishwasher. It's another Mm -hmm. thing nagging at us. So they're some of the biggest things for mums in particular. Yeah, it's like a never ending loop. Yeah, I have like
0: moments in the day when I reset the room. And so it just kind of gives me an opportunity to I give it like five minutes with a little timer and I'll walk around like just picking stuff up or like after the little ones, trying to get them to pick it up, like timing them, like you have three minutes. I know you don't understand what that means. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's it's one of those things that if you, you could react to it, right? Like you could just be doing that all day. But mm. I find that to be very mentally draining. Mm. It's hard to focus on things after that. I personally have to recover when that happens so I I try to stay away from that what would a routine look like like a simple routine that maybe any woman single married kids no kids might be benefiting from every day or every week
1: yeah so the way that I like to do it is base it around things that have to get done so for me washing has to get done washing the clothes is Mm -hmm. the never ending pile and every mom will be like yes I feel you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so washing the part so my washing routine is that in the nighttime we have a washing machine I'm all for appliances working for you Mm -hmm. and so we have a washing machine that can do a delayed start so this Mm -hmm. is like a super super practical one so I at night We'll load our washing machine and I will set it to start at 6 a.m. So it finishes by 7 a.m. And then when we go outside for morning play, because we're up nice and early in our house. We'll (laughs) see. We then have breakfast. We usually done breakfast around 7 and then I'm let's go straight outside. Let's play outside. When we go out for um, that, I then take the washing out and hang out the washing and then that is done. So my washing, a load is already done and out by like 7:15 in the morning. Just, and then I just
0: have to ask. Hold on. Do you not have a dryer?
1: Okay. I have <laughs> learned this is a weird thing where dryers I think are more of an American thing. In Australia, we have them, but you only use it if it is pouring, pouring rain. Dude,
0: this is new. This is new. But I will say. We,
1: we dry our clothes old school
0: over here. On the lines and you have like, what do you have? Like wooden, okay. like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys don't know how shocked I am. I'm very shocked.
1: Okay. Well, even then you can shove it in the dryer. Yeah. yeah. If, if you want. So you use your dry, like you just use your dry all day, every day. Not all day, every day, but like every I mean, load of washing. Every load. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sorry, kids just got home, but Mum left. Hey boo. (laughs) Yeah. So then, so that's out, and then because I'm old school and dried by the sun, the sun dries my clothes. Yeah, yeah. And then in the afternoon, when we're doing afternoon outside time, I then fold the washing straight off the line, Mm -hmm. put it in the basket, take the basket inside, and then put it away as soon as. So I walk my basket of folded clothes in the house and put them straight away so yeah. I don't have the piles of laundry on my couch yeah. and so that is a really simple one that you can do that every every house washes to then because then you're not run you can sit down and watch a movie with your family which, mm-hmm. isn't that nice yeah but then you don't have the mental stress of I need to fold the clothes I need to fold the clothes I need to fold the clothes
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds like you have committed in advance to doing it at a particular time, which is where I think some people probably fall off because they are just doing it when they remember. And then they're like focusing on other things. By the time they remember, they have a load to either take off of lines or take out of the dryer. They're like, I'll just get to it tomorrow because I'm so tired.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I just, Make it, and that's what I teach when, when I coach them is make it part of your day. So when you're already doing something, mm-hmm. so for instance, um, wiping down the bathroom, I will do that when the kids are in the bath. When the kids are in the bath, I will, and because we have a pretty simplified house, like we don't have a lot of stuff, I can do a quick wipe down of the bathroom yeah. when they're in the bath. Yeah. And so I'm already in there watching them because they're still quite young. So I don't know when I'll do that when they're older. I have to find some, some <laughs> other habit to put it in. But things like boiling the kettle, you boil the kettle for your cup of tea and how many of us then go, oh, I'll just quickly scroll or, or I'll just potter around and do nothing, just yeah. quickly wipe down the bench. And it kind of becomes a muscle as you do it and do it and keep working that habit muscle. Yeah, yeah. It just come, then comes naturally of put the kettle on, wipe down the kitchen bench what is the kitchen bench the kitchen counter <laughs> the kitchen counter oh I love this this is so good wait Who we are you that like
0: two? just basic
1: words yeah it's totally different How funny. also
0: but like methods too that's very funny but I need to know what is something else that's like maybe we call it something different in the U.S. and you call it something else in Australia
1: a caravan. Do you know what a caravan is? Is that,
0: so now I'm thinking biblically, is that like a group of people?
1: No, like on the road. A caravan. Oh, okay, is, so like a minivan? Basically, but you pull it, behind, tow it behind your car.
0: Oh, like a little, um, oh man, like a trailer.
1: Kind of like a trailer, but it's a big one that has beds and a kitchen and you kind of can go on oh. holidays and live in it yeah so we we just got one and i said to a friend who's over in the u.s i said oh we just got a caravan a what (laughs) caravan (laughs) anyway
0: there's an american car it's called a dodge caravan so that's and it's a minivan so that's why i said that right shout out to everybody in the u.s y'all feel me (laughs) and that's okay Awesome. All right. Well, it's been very fun and I'm definitely going to bring you back because this Australia to USA comparison game is very fun, but yes. in the interim, we need to have all the ladies listening, be able to connect with you. Where can they find you?
1: Yes. So thank you so much, Erica, for having me on. It's been much fun and yes. we definitely should continue this game of um, translate. Let's right. translate the phrase. But yes, I would love for any of your listeners to connect with me. So you can, I have a podcast as well called The Wholesome Mama Show and mama is M-U-M-M-A because of course that's how we spell it over here. That's the correct way. <laughs> and then that's also basically wholesome mummy is where you can find me. That's the website, wholesomemama.com and then on Instagram, wholesome mama is the handle.
0: Yeah. And then you also have a free gift for everybody. So, yeah. so if you are not driving right now, we'll link this in the show notes, but you can quickly click when you have a second to check out her free workshop, Elise's free workshop, which is called Beyond the Hype of Low Tox. Mm-hmm. So all y'all who want to do that low tox living, this is for you.
1: Perfect. Yes, I would love for anyone to come and come and check it out and connect. That'd be great.
0: Awesome. Well, I appreciate you. I love you. And I Hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. We will see you soon, very, very soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks, friend. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh. And if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.